again the bros always starring Jericho's Welcome to the Gento Bros Podcast. My name is Kai Gento, and here with me today is Kendall Gento. Hello. This podcast is for the politically incorrect, ignorant, or downright stupid commentary by the Gento Bros and the few that roll with us. Anyways, here with me today is Kendall Gento, and we're up. Yes, and we're uh, counting down the Star Wars movies that have been theatrically released, uh, minus uh, Clone Wars, which is an animated movie, just because we want to keep it even and we don't want to consider that the number 11 movie. But anyways... Yeah, top 10 sounds better. Top 10 sounds a lot better, and uh, we we haven't even seen that movie, because I heard it sucks, so we're not doing that. So, uh, just like our old... Our uh, top whatever fifteen Marvel uh, countdown. Uh, we'll go down from uh, ten to one. I guess for this one we'll be doing. Uh, we'll announce our uh, placement of the movie. So like ten, and then we'll discuss the movie. Why it's in that place? Why it's at the bottom? If we like it or not, and then we'll continue from there. So uh, you want, who wants to start with the list? You can. Sure. Oh yeah. Also, we'll be. Uh, I guess we'll do um, our solo review. Yes. Yeah, kind so of. Whatever our wherever we place it in our top ten. We'll yeah. So solo is the most recent uh, movie that came out. So uh, we won't go into crazy spoilers within the countdown, but at the end we'll talk about it. Uh, spoilery discussion, and then yeah, we'll uh, end off from that review. So oh. I guess. Kendall, I guess you can start from your number 10. Okay, number 10 is uh, Star Wars Episode 2, Attack of the Clones. That was uh, definitely not a good movie. <laughs> Super corny between uh, Hayden Christensen, Anakin Skywalker, and Padme, uh, performed by uh, yeah. Natalie Portman. Yeah, I just did not sell it for me. It was really bad. Um, there's like no chemistry between them two. Um, there was that, I guess there was that age difference that kind of made no sense, made no sense, kind of was cringy at times. Yeah. Um, yeah, it just wasn't very well put together. I think the acting was just not good. Yeah. Well, Um, yeah, since that's my number 10 movie and I actually do think it's the worst Star Wars movie that came out. Uh, Attack of the Clones doesn't really have any much bright spots other than, like, the lightsaber battles between, like, the Jedi and, uh, the creatures on whatever that planet was, and, uh, the fight between Count Dooku and Yoda was pretty good. Uh, those were, like, yeah, exactly, so the last, like, half an hour is pretty much the only good spots in that movie. Like Kendall said earlier, the chemistry between Anakin and Padme is just super off. And if you've seen uh, Phantom Menace, the first movie, uh, Anakin was like 8 or 10, and then Padme was like at least 16 or 15. And then she, and in the next movie, all of a sudden he's like close to 20, and then she's like... Yeah, I think she's like a 10-year... 10 10-year 10 age. Like yeah, t- yeah, it's like... 
Well, not a ten year gap. It was like a ten year span between timeline between episode one to episode two. So even though like they're actually just like almost the same age like, in real life. In real yeah, life, sure. I think, yeah, yeah. Eden's like a year old, like a few months or a year older than Natalie Portman. But yeah, just going by like their age as like in their characters, it's like yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah, there's. There's not much moments in that movie that's good. Like I said, it was just half an hour at the end. Yeah. Pretty much the action and then the story, like the love story is just kind of yeah. threw you out of the movie. I also like the, where they think the clone, was that episode? Yeah. Phantom Menace is the clone army, right? When they started constructing it? Uh, no, I'm not too sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I, I think that's when like Count, with uh, Django Fett, yeah, yeah, it was. Jango Fett. Was Phantom Menace? Yeah. No, Jango Fett was the second, second movie, and then uh, Samuel Jackson kills Jango at the end of Attack of the Clones. Oh, right. He cuts his head off. Yeah. yeah. So that was a good part, too, when yeah. uh, Obi-Wan goes to uh, whatever planet that is, uh, that they create the clones, and then you see Jango Fett is the main uh, Mandalorian that they copy. Um, and then you see his son, Boba Fett, which is a little uh, Easter egg for fans. And um, But yeah, uh, you see Jango Fett get killed, and then Boba Fett seems to have a little revenge on his mind uh, in the later movies, because he's, he's a villain in uh, uh, episode uh, 5 and 6. But yeah, Attack of the Clones. Yeah. It's not very memorable. I don't know how you remember that because I, <laughs> I only remember like certain spots in Attack of the Clones. But yeah, it's kind of yeah, something you want to not remember. <laughs> yeah, there's good like parts of it. It's just like the how it's put together is just not good, and like the acting's uh, pretty bad. Yeah. So let's go. What's your number nine? Uh, number nine is um, the one that came out December of last year, The Last Jedi. <laughs> Yeah, Number nine it's, for last it's that low for me. I don't know. I think, uh, yeah, it kind of just it flopped for me from Force Awakens. Like, yeah. if I give it an analogy, like Force Awakens gave it, uh, I'll, I'll do a basketball analogy. Like, it gave it a nice alley oop pass, and freaking Last Jedi either just uh, missed the catch or missed the dunk because <laughs> it it was that bad. Like it. I think it just created more problems than it did, like, right. answer the questions that we had from Force Awakens. Right. Um, and, yeah, it's, yeah, it's just really... It was really bad. I don't know. I think Ryan Johnson kind of dropped the ball with this one. Yeah, he messed... He really messed with, like, the... What we already established in Star Wars, and he took it, like, way out there. Like... He brought in like uh, what we call like force Skype, where you can like talk to each other from long distances. And it is Star Wars; it's a galaxy far, far away. And within the movie, uh, Kylo Ren and Rey they talk from large distances with the their mind with the force. And like, yeah, we've seen that before, but it's not between two living people. Like, we've seen, like, Yoda and Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan contact uh, people uh, before, but then they're not really talking. They're just really, uh, 
they're just like feeling each other out like they know the their presence and it's but then in the in last jedi they clearly talking to each other uh and it's we didn't even know that was possible before yeah and then another problem is that like luke skywalker he ends up being like another obi-wan another yoda where he gives up on uh wanting to be a jet jedi and just being secluded from everything and like we never expect uh luke to be one of those he was supposed to be the chosen one and he ends up being just another guy just giving up on yeah, the guy just gave up his on principles like, the jedi order and yeah stuff and... even though like they establish in the movie as well that the jedi is not really a good thing to follow like a good religion it's just like it's not uh really beneficial it hasn't really caused any goodness within the uh the universe but then like we didn't feel that way until this movie so are you, they're saying that hey maybe jedi's not a good thing and then i don't know it just really turned it upside down for me yeah and yeah there's bright spots like kylo ren and ray fighting against uh the first order generals whatever the fuck they're called and killing snoke and that's yeah, that was like one of the best parts that and yeah. then like the um uh the luke skywalker and kylo ren kind of confrontation yeah like and then he's kind of you thought that he was there but he wasn't really he's kind of just using the force yeah and it's all like, like with me when people when i that scene at the the battle between kylo ren and luke they make uh, a point of showing that um, uh, the red, the red dust, right? The red dust that he's he's there, but not really. But then they also show that his he's affected by wind. So is he there or is he not? Like it really makes no sense in that technical aspect, where like he doesn't create like a movement in the dust but then he's affected by the wind still which is like technically off obviously yeah. and it's really nitpicky but then like if you sh if you really put it if you really want to show that detail then like do it correctly yeah i think also the the comedy aspect of it i think it's just really off like it's kind of out of character for yeah. some of the characters like luke skywalker like i don't know i i just see uh like um the lightsaber as like a sacred yeah. weapon to have and like like you should kind of respect it and then they just made him like just toss it behind them like to the grass and then like the porgs like touching it and like yeah. doing something yeah hate the porgs those oh, uh, porgs are so annoying. they're so useless i i actually wish that chewy ate one of them just to like just prove to a point show, show a that point it's, that it's so lame yeah it's so lame and then like yeah like luke just like um drinking the milk out of those uh like creature thingies or like yeah they really made a point to be like hey uh luke's like sucking on this uh monster's tit for milk yeah and then like in the next few scenes they're like showing that these animals are slaves in this country and like uh so what what are you getting at that like obviously treating animals in slavery isn't good but then you also showed luke sucking on this animal's tit 
and fishing. So like, are you for animal rights? Or are you not? Like, I, I don't know. I don't get like what yeah. they're trying to do. And I, I know like Star Wars is political. That's because like, it's based on, on like, Nazis and war and guns and shit. But then like, when you put it to bring those aspects to Star Wars, is like, like what's the point? It doesn't really build anything for. Uh, Star Wars lore and whatever so yeah just a little off it's way off and yeah I like Luke cause like Mark Hamill's a good actor and like the scenes he's in even though it, I didn't like I didn't like how they portrayed Luke yeah like, but he, he was like, good Mark, in it yeah he's a good actor like he obviously is a, knows how um Luke Skywalker should be portrayed yeah because obviously he's been doing he's done it for how many episodes um but yeah like what's another like the general hugs um and poe dameron poe dameron like that scene like the opening scene basically yeah like you're there's just it's too jokey for like a scene that should have been serious especially general hugs and then like poe dameron like he's he showed some comedic uh chops in like force awakens but like it was just like at like the fine line like of being com- comedic and serious but this one he kind of just like went overboard with it yeah which i didn't like like i i found in like force awakens he was like like him like him and um finn's interaction yeah it like, was really good like that was really good and but it didn't like go over the top type of like jokes it was just like right right on like spot on kind of thing yeah force awakens showed like the chemistry between Poe and Finn and Finn and Ray. Yeah. And then they decided that in the next episode they're not going to interact with each other uh, like at all or like barely. Yeah. Like, like why even do that? Like stick to where it, it works. And like they made a point in this movie that like the women in Star Wars are like so much smarter and so much more powerful than the guys. Like all the guys do is make bad decisions. And the girls come and save them. Like, I get that, like, we want this equality stuff, but, like, like do it in a way where it's, like, it, it, it's, like, a partnership or, like, uh, they're both benefiting, but then everyone's an idiot. All the guys are idiots and all the girls are, like, powerful. So, I don't, that's, like, a decision that's, like, made no sense to me. Yeah. Other than the fact that they want, like, this female empowerment to be established. So, yeah. yeah. I also didn't like the, uh... Yeah, I know, like, how Carrie Fisher, like, passed away and stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's kind of mixed with how they kept her... Kept Princess Leia uh, alive in this one. It kind of doesn't really make sense to me like because she's moving forward kind she of thing. has no more scenes to film because obviously she died yeah and i'm pretty sure they're not gonna CGI. replace her or cgi her or else yeah. they're just gonna make <laughs> star wars like hardcore fans even more upset right um yeah so, uh, i'm not too sure moving forward if that was a good decision instead instead uh they had luke kind of pass away or yeah whatever they did with him if he's just gonna be a force ghost yeah. um yeah that scene in the space where he she did some superman 
came back to life and like Superman yeah. her way back to the ship or like was like Mary Poppins didn't really like that and then yeah like, he, she's basically yeah. she can fly in space and still survive which is not ever established ever in Star Wars because she doesn't really use her force powers yeah right? we know she has force because she's the daughter of uh, Anakin yeah and Darth Vader but then like you're f- literally flying in space and you're yeah. alive like that's ridiculous <laughs> yeah because like yeah she's more known as just being like a general right like, like she's just smart. leading a squad yeah yeah instead of actually using her powers right yeah she's more of just like a leader type of role than actually um getting going into action yeah. type of thing um and then yeah the finn and rose like side storyline oh so lame yeah so lame. did did not did not work for me at all um it made me care less about Finn now. Yeah. Than right. I did from Force Awakens. Basically, this movie made me care about. Other than the fact that I want to, I love Star Wars and I want to see the next movie. It like, I, I have no idea what they're gonna do. And it made me, f- like, think like, what are they gonna do? Yeah. What is what makes sense for them to do? Other than like, we know that. Obviously, one of them has to die, Kylo Ren or Rey. But then, like, it's, like, unpredictable, basically. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how what J.J. Abrams is going to do. <laughs> he has to pick up the pieces yeah. and try to restore the storyline somehow. Yeah, because we, we know that, like, we've read and heard reports that they had no contact of uh, between episodes 7, 8, and 9. Like, there's not really a, a through line. And that's shown, obviously, in Last Jedi, because it just took Star Wars lore and turned it upside down. And I feel not for the better. So I guess, yeah, for that reason, that's why it's number nine for Kendall. And yeah, Last Jedi is number eight for me. Oh, what do you have at number nine, then? So number nine is Phantom Menace, because there's only really two scenes that you can like in that movie. It's, It's the... The fight scene? The fight scene between Obi-Wan, Qui-Gon Jinn, and Darth Maul. Yeah, that was probably Obviously, like the highlight the, of it. One of the best fights ever in Star Wars. And yeah. Duel of the Fates, like... Dun, 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 best songs ever. One of the best scores ever in film. Uh, it's so recognizable. And uh, the pod racing scene. That was, uh, racing scenes like that, that's so cool to me. And... The N sixty four game for <laughs> Star yeah, Wars. That one's actually the really podcast. The podcast. The what's it? Called? What did I say? What? What's the race called? The good? I think pod, I just pod racing. Pod racing. Fucking podcast. Podcast racing. Podcast racing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Star Wars podcast racing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's why it's number nine. Yeah, that was a good. One. Yeah, a lot of people didn't like the pod racing, but I actually enjoyed it. Like, it's something you don't really see. Like, you always see stuff in space happening. Yeah. Like. Like the uh, spaceship battles happening, yeah. or what is it, was it? Um, fi- fighter? Oh, like, yeah, like the wars, like starfighters. Yeah, yeah, that's what it's like, called. Yeah, you always had those, but then, like, this one's actually, like, in a planet, and there's actually, like, pod racing, and, like, Anakin yeah, is, like, made, made his own pod and, like, was racing. Because in the original trilogy, they talked about how Anakin's a great uh, pilot, and that, uh, that's what Luke knew about his father, that he's a great pilot. Yeah. And then they showed in, uh, like, yeah, in New Hope that Darth Vader is a great pilot, too. 
and that Luke got that from his dad that he's a great pilot because yeah. he was like one of the leaders in the trench run in New Hope. So like that's why I like the podcast the podcast the <laughs> same podcast the pod the racing title, the pod racing seeds because uh, yeah it shows that this kid he was really good at uh, piloting ships yeah. since he was a kid and obviously he he brought that to uh, Luke yeah so, yeah that's, and then yeah you kind of see the uh, how R two D two came into the scene cause, yeah yeah because he was on there he was. Uh, I guess he was like raised by or like was with um, yeah. Anakin, Anakin basically at a young age. Him. Yeah. Yeah, which doesn't really make sense because uh, R2D2 forgets who Anakin is in episode 4, 5, and 6. Uh, yeah, 4, 5, and 6. But then, I don't know, there's some like memory wipe stuff that happens between then, obviously. Do you think you can like, he has like a kind of like a face recognition scan? For four, five, and six, since he's like he has a mask, right? Like he's Darth Vader, so. Uh, I guess so. I I guess he couldn't have seen Darth Vader because his face is fucked up after yeah. the burns, and then he's wearing a, a mask too. So yeah, or maybe he only like sense like goodness and stuff. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he has a uh, function to see through your uh, soul. Yeah, yeah. He's like, like, oh, this guy's if evil. You're a good person. Or yeah. I, I can't obey you now. Yeah. But yeah, that's my number nine, Phantom Menace. So yeah, mine was eight for Phantom Menace. So we, I guess we can go seven. Yeah, so seven for me is... Oh, you can go seven. You, you started it. What's my seven? Oh, Revenge of the Sith. Is that your seven? That's okay, seven. go ahead. Uh, Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, I would say that's the best of the prequels. Yeah. Um, Basically, basically the fight scenes were just like probably yeah. the best. Out of the three, yeah, the, the those prequels, um, yeah, just uh, at the top when they were when it was like it was the two on one, right? Yeah, the An or Anakin and Obi Wan against Count Dooku. Count Dooku. Yeah, the beginning scene, they they're awesome. like they went right away just to yeah with their lightsaber battles. Well, yeah, they had a space battle first because yeah. Anakin uh, and thing were going after Count Dooku. Yeah, and that showed again that Anakin's a great pilot. Yeah. And they show the chemistry between Obi Wan and Anakin, that it, it was in turmoil because like Anakin's like reckless and doesn't want to listen. Yeah. Um, and you, yeah, you could definitely see the um, how much more powerful Anakin is from two to three. Yeah. Like especially in his fighting. Yeah. Fighting skill, because like yeah, like didn't he, he he fought Count Dooku in two in Attack of the Clones, right? Yeah, he lost. or he tried. Yeah, he got like, his arm chopped. Off. Yeah, he was really bad. And then this time he kind of just like owned them <laughs> yeah. with like two lightsabers. Yeah, like if you've seen like the movie, the shows, like the Clone Wars or like the movie, the, yeah, the, if you've seen the series Clone Wars, you show, it showed like the transition that uh, Anakin had from two to three and that he had a lot of duels and battles and then he grew strong in the force. Like he utilized both his uh dark side and his light side to become stronger um obviously if you've just seen the movies you're not going to see that but then yeah if, watch clone wars read comics read the books because they're all canon now they all like uh fit inside store like uh each character's past so yeah this showed that how anakin transitioned between two and three especially and then yeah there's so much good shit in that in uh, revenge of the sith 
Um, that's my uh, number six, actually. Uh, yeah, there's the, the lightsaber battle, the beginning and the end. Yeah, how, I guess, yeah, between Anakin and you got, uh, And then you have, like, him getting, uh, I guess, bait, um, him joining the dark side. Yeah. And yeah, well, he killed the kids. Order 66 was awesome. Yeah. Uh, killed all the other Jedis, like uh, Mace Windu. Yeah, Darth her. Sidious versus uh, Yoda. Oh, that was, yeah, that was cool. Sidious versus... It didn't, it didn't really last long, though, right? Yeah, they, he, he went light on him. Yeah. Yoda didn't want to really kill him. And then uh, Samuel Jackson and... Uh, <laughs> it showed Samuel Jackson was... Because he's in uh, Star Wars Lord. He's like the... He's supposed to be the best... The second best Jedi to Yoda, and then uh, he almost killed uh, Palpatine. Yeah, and then it showed that. But then, like obviously, Anakin is—he's also strong too. And then uh, uh, Palpatine gave uh, Anakin um, a motivation to be on his side, and that's why he killed. Uh, um, I keep calling call him Samuel Jackson. What's his fucking name? Mace Windu. He's in every movie, man. It's, yeah. It's hard to, like... That's true. Big as uh, characters. Anyways, yeah. Uh, he... Well, Mace didn't know that uh, Anakin would obviously uh, turn on him. He turned heel on him. Yeah. But yeah, so he killed that too. I don't know. There's so much good shit in that movie. Yeah. And I feel like it's, like, one of the... Obviously, I put it on number six. So it's... For me, that's... Yeah, that's one of the top... I think that's the start of... From 7 to 1, I think those movies are actually good. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. What's your... Wait, My 7? What number was that? Yours was 6? Yeah. For that one? What was your 7? Solo. Is... Ah. Solo's my 7 because I, I can't put it above Revenge of the Sith just because, like, Revenge of the Sith has so much um, good lightsaber battles and, like I said, there's so much good things in that movie and yeah you have uh you had um what's his name the guy with the robot with all the lightsabers the fuck's his name yeah i don't know <laughs> him and obi-wan battle was so there's so much good. names man it's so hard to yeah remember remember them but yeah like i said there's so much good uh general grievous general grievous oh that battle was sick too yeah when he had like four lightsabers at once, um, like yeah, that's why Solo. I can't put Solo above that just because there's so much good stuff in Revenge of the Sith. I feel. Yeah, I think I'm mainly. I probably have to watch Revenge of the Sith again, just in turn. Like I can only base it off the action, but yeah. like acting and stuff. But I think, yeah, I have Solo at number six. I think it might just be. Kind of like a recency effect kind of thing. Yeah, we, it's like fresh since Solo just came out, we're not going to go deep into it, but I, I really like that movie too. Yeah, that was really good. A lot of people had, like, it has the lowest, uh, um... Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes and gross for a Star Wars movie since the prequels. Yeah. So since, like, episode one, two, and three. Yeah. And I really like that movie. Like, it showed that, uh... How Han and Chewie met, and how Han is becomes the way he is in uh, episode four, five, and six. Yeah, like he's kind of just the same person, <laughs> or he, yeah, you kind of, uh, you kind of see how how he is and how he develops as his 
the character we see him in yeah as like a smuggler in but the movies later on becomes like a hero yeah kind of thing um yeah I, yeah i have it at six um we'll go deeper later on but yeah yeah we can go yeah. to five if, if you want right now yeah sure yeah yeah because we'll, we'll delve in more to yeah. solo um and yeah uh number five i have uh rogue rogue no dead rogue one you tell me, fuck. <laughs> yeah, it is Rogue One. Is it Rogue One? Yeah, it's Rogue One. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Rogue One. Um. Yeah, Rogue One is really good. Um. The only reason I don't have it higher is because I think, like, just knowing that it was pretty much like Star Wars, three point five, three point seven five. Like, it's before right or yeah, just before uh, A New Hope. Yeah. Like. The events um it's, it kind of just end up being predictable like you kind of know that They're these new die. characters are eventually gonna die at the end of the movie yeah um except i guess there's a couple that are still alive but they weren't on that planet like uh what's uh, leia's what's leia's adopted father's name uh the guy from sons of anarchy guy's <laughs> <laughs> name what's his actual name i don't know He's one of those actors that like he's in a lot of yeah. things, but you don't really know. I, I can't remember right now. I'm on. It's pressure. It's a podcast. Yeah, podcast racing. <laughs> yeah, true. But yeah, like yeah, there's like a few that were, are still alive, but they weren't on that planet. Yeah, trying to, uh, I guess, get the retrieve the the the, the code, plan the plan that's for the star. Star, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, the highlight for me was probably the Darth Vader scene. Yeah, that's the most obvious scene that you gotta that stands out with that movie yeah. because like this is the only movie that showed like Anakin as Darth Vader yeah showing his how powerful he is and that's why I Rogue One for me is my third favorite movie so yeah it, like that scene just established like this is the Darth Vader you haven't seen in all the Star Wars movies and why you should be scared of them like from episode four, five, and six, it showed that yeah, he's one of the best vil- villains ever. But then his skills, the, like obviously when it was uh, like it was in like the seventies and eighties, they didn't have great choreography with fighting, and uh, the action wasn't, and the action effects and CGI weren't great um, between those uh, fight scenes. Yeah. But then yeah, it showed that in uh, Rogue One that Darth Vader I think that was like his peak right yeah he was peak in that time like in terms of his power like his force power yeah like that's why even that small short scene is literally like two minutes that put it up for me that's why it's my number three in the Star Wars Uh, and like I talk about the whole movie like uh, I just like that it was so different from um, the other movies like the the numbered movie so one to nine or one to eight thus far yeah uh it's i like just like how dark it is and how even though it's predictable like it show it it's a good predictable it's like you're still shocked at the end that everybody of the crew that led to that mission uh to get the codes for the death the the plan for the death star um sacrifice all they can to help uh 
um, the rebel forces destroy the first Death Star in Episode Four. So like the sacrifice there was just well worth it. Yeah, I guess like yeah, they bring the they showed the emotion yeah. of them just uh, sacrificing their lives for like the greater good, I guess. Yeah, and when when uh, the robot. The fuck's K two S O K two S O like yeah you cared for his death you cared for, um, what that what they lost because he was such a he was like the comedic yeah representation in that um movie yeah and like I felt away when he died and I, I I think most people did because it was a little shocking that like yeah again he sacrificed to uh get the plans because. He, that led uh, Jin Erso and um, yeah to get the at the finish line to get those plans. So. Ca- Cassian, Cassian, and yeah, I think yeah their their the rogue team that they created like they all played a good part. Yeah, or a good role in there, and they all had like I I would say they all had pretty good chemistry, yeah. especially like um, Cherwood, uh, Irwin, and uh, Baze Baze novice. novice. Yeah, yeah, like the like the, their scene when they. F- first introduced like that was like the action was really good and like the the comedy in there like yeah. really worked well like see that's why it was i feel just everything worked for me in that movie just like even though the standout scene was darth vader yeah you can talk about each character and that they're they had an effect within yeah. the the plan to get the Death Star plans. Yeah, I think the thing with me with Star Wars is like I just like the surprise element. Yeah. To it, um, like I like like the cliffhangers and stuff. Yeah, yeah. That it has, but like, yeah, with this one, since, like, you know ahead of time that it's it's events before New Hope kind of thing. It's like. Yeah. Yeah, all these characters you don't see in four, five, and six, so it's like. Yeah, they're obviously gonna die, so that's why it's not higher in my list, top ten list. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was still a good movie. Like, I have it. It's definitely better than uh, Solo and um, and Last, Last Jedi, Jedi for, for like the the Disney for like Star yeah Wars. like the four four release movies in the past two years. Yeah, under the Disney banner. Yeah. yeah. So, like, so you had that number three? Yeah. That one? Okay. Um, so number five. Number four. Oh. Okay, well, you did your five? Was... I already did my five. So my five is Force Awakens. Ooh. It's that low, hey? What? You can't... Okay, well, we'll talk about it earlier. But yeah, you, I don't think you can beat the original three and put Force Awakens above any of those. Uh, I think you could. One, well, I think a lot of people put Force Awakens above Return of the Jedi, and that's it. Yeah, that's what I did. So, yeah, yeah for me... Force Awakens number three for me. Yeah. Well, Force Awakens, yeah, it's basically a rehash of uh, The New Hope with every character. They just switched Luke Skywalker for uh, Rey. They switched Han Solo for, um, for both Finn and... Uh, and Poe Dameron, and they put, um, well, Leia's pretty unique, because Leia's still in fucking Force Awakens, so, yeah. But anyways, yeah, they... But Finn was, like, a, like, well, um, I guess, like, R2-D2, well, uh, BB-8's, like, the R2-D2, obviously, yeah, for yeah. that. But Finn's is kind of, like, an outlier. 
Like, well, who would you compare? They with basically that for took aspects new, of New Hope. It took aspects of Han Solo and took it out of. They took it out of Han Solo, so Poe and Finn are a combination of what Han Solo is. I guess they have pilot and he's pilot and he's like, funny and stormtrooper. Well, yeah, he dressed up like a stormtrooper and <laughs> New Hope, but then that's what I feel is like they took they took. At, elements of Han Solo and put it into two different characters but yeah Finn like um he was a uh he was a what's the fuck he was a stormtrooper and then he realized that being stormtrooper sucks all of a sudden even though he was raised as a kid to be a stormtrooper so really I don't know even know why I guess that was in, but that's like a new new aspect right new evolution because you have the yeah. human actual humans in the stormtrooper costumes but before they were just like kind of like robots, right? Yeah, and I guess or like they were just made. He was a created. janitor. They he they showed he's a janitor, but why is he on like the the battlefield? Because they kind of like delve into like I guess slavery. Yeah. Like that well, yeah, they trooper aspect. They, Finn was basically a child soldier, right? Yeah. But then like he turned during the action, but uh, yeah, I don't know more about if there's any backstory between Finn growing up and stuff. But the turn was a little odd. They just like, hey, he feels bad about killing people. So, but yeah, the they introduced Kylo Ren. He's so awesome. He's like, right now, he's like the best character in the Star Wars lore right now. Because he's basically motivated uh, by his grandfather, Darth Vader. And he wants to be just like him. Which is like what kids, if you have like, I feel like if you have a a strong legacy or a powerful legacy at that, that you would want to live up to that. And that he's whiny and he complains a lot. But then, like, that's how, like, people are these days. Like, especially in, like, the new, like, what we, people call millennials, they feel entitled to get whatever they want. And... Kylo Ren's just like a representation of that aspect of uh, of Star Wars right now, right? So, but yeah, uh, what else? Is, like Han Solo, you saw the return of Han Solo and Chewbacca. Yeah, like the nostalgic feel. They really that. put in the, the the nostalgia aspect with like the Millennium Falcon. It's like Chewie, we're home. Like yeah. that's uh, like from the trailer, like. Uh, that just got everyone like oh wow that was yeah. awesome yeah. like star wars is back like after what like 30 years 30 plus years well, well no like I mean, well i guess well from the prequel well like, from han solo yeah well yeah from episode from i guess episode six episode six yeah so it's like 30 years since uh, yeah you've seen han solo and Chewie in action yeah and yeah so leia and uh luke were also in force awakens yeah so yeah they really uh relied on nostalgia for that and yeah that's why I feel like Force Awakens is a great movie I think yeah so the, uh, you're in the top for me it's a top five so that's not bad but you wouldn't put it in front you wouldn't put it ahead well you put Rogue One ahead of well yeah like, one, one of the, the original three I feel like yeah they did basically rehash New Hope because I they, guess but like they, they, do this, they do the same Death Star which is they turn it into Star Killer base. They do the same trench run where they have to find a weak spot within the planet 
It's like, okay, like, we've gone to two Death Stars, and then this new enemy decides that maybe that there's another weakness that people can easily find because there's a... Because Finn used to work there. All of a sudden, he knows all the fucking plans. But I guess he got the plans from, uh... From, uh... What's her name? Is this the Chrome Girl? Oh, Captain Phasma. Captain Phasma. He, she just, re- like, willingly uh, tells him where to go and shit. Oh, yeah, she was bad. Like, that character alone is just like, yeah, I don't know what to Terrible, do. Terrible, yeah. yeah. like, she, she looks so cool, but then they just make her look really weak. Um, I don't know. I think for me, it's just, obviously, the, um, the nostalgic feel. And then, yeah. like, I think everyone, everyone invested in their character really well that the, the chemistry was just really good. Um, with the introducing the new characters like Ray, Finn, and Poe, yeah. and then w- mixing them with like your original, like your Han Solo, Chewie, Leia, and then yeah, you see Luke at the end. But yeah, I, I feel yeah, like you mix the old, the new guard with the old guard, and like it just all worked out for me. Like I watched Force Awakens before I watched the midnight screening of. Last, Last Jedi, Jedi, and I was like, wow, yeah, like, this... What a difference. Like, what a... Yeah, it's definitely what a difference, but it's like, man, this movie, like, I could just watch it over and over again, and it's just... It's, like, such a good movie. Yeah, it is a... It's a great movie, but... And then it just ruins what, like, for, what, Last Je- what Last Jedi did to these characters really ruined yeah. it. That's why I hated Last Jedi, and just what it did to, yeah. the, like, the chemistry, and then the characters, and, like... Like basically, Ray is still just this perfect being in Last Jedi. And Force Awakens, you see, she really makes zero mistakes. Um, I think that's something I didn't like about Force Awakens that she's so damn like perfect. Like she can do everything. She can pilot. She can wield the lightsaber right off the bat and still be successful. Well, Finn wielded the lightsaber too, like, but then he, he wasn't good. No, didn't he beat? Didn't he? Uh, he beat the one of the stormtroopers that had the that that axe looking weapon. Did he not? No, Thing shot him. Was it Han that shot him? Yeah, Han shot him with. Uh, oh, Chewie's. I guess if that is, I'm like, man, why is everyone like touching this lightsaber? It's like, yeah, it's not... it should be sacred. Like it should just be with like its owner, or, like a Jedi or something. Like oh, that. another thing they didn't they showed in Force Awakens that, uh, she had what's her name had the lightsaber but really didn't show how because the last time we saw that lightsaber it was cut off of luke's arm and then floating in space uh presumably so she got it just she 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 had it she saw it in space and then just she got space cleaners to like find it and she bought it off what's her name moz moz kanata yeah Yeah, moz kanata yeah just like they didn't do any like they didn't explain that at all in Last Jedi or in Force Awakens. Well, I guess they kind of hinted that she knew about Rey or that she had force. There was like force. She's force sensitive. Yeah. So kind of. yeah, that's the problem again with Last Jedi. They didn't really explain anything that they established in Force Awakens. Yeah, the parents just uh, they're just junk junk traders, right? Yeah. All of a sudden, she just like anybody can be force sensitive. See, like, yeah, with the Force Awakens, it sets up to like, oh, so is she a Skywalker or? Yeah, it sets up all these questions, she... but all the yeah. answers are so lame. Yeah, they're they're poorly poorly answered. Um, Very poorly. Yeah, they're weak. Um, yeah, so it's like, oh, is she 
is she a Skywalker? Is she with another? Or is she uh, related to, like, maybe, like, Obi-Wan or something? Or, like, a, another Jedi? Yeah. But, yeah. She ends up just being a no, uh, just, like, a nobody. Just a, just a nobody, but then she has powers. And she has the Force. Yeah. Like, and then I, I guess it introduces, um... What's his name? Snoke? Yeah, Snoke. Yeah, they should... <laughs> introduce Snoke, which is like, okay, we want to know more about him. Yeah, and again, Last Jedi, they just kill his ass off. Kill him off, so yeah, we don't we don't have any origin of Snoke. How he and I guess we uh, how him and and or Kylo Ren got together. I guess they kind of answer that in Last Jedi. Yeah, because he just tempted him like a like whatever. He just tempted him to go to the dark side because he's yeah force force Skype force Skype. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, um, that was my number five. Uh, what's your number four? Well, Return of the Jedi? Yeah, we both have Return of the Jedi number four, so... Is it your number four? It is my number four. Oh, so Force Awakens is your three. Okay, yes. yeah, yeah, so Return of the Jedi. Uh, go ahead. Start off. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a good ending to the original Not trilogy. Um, yeah, I guess it really showed Luke Skywalker coming his own. Yeah. After all the Jedi training, yeah, like he, uh, he suits or he's like in a all black suit, and then he uh, takes the the green lightsaber, yeah, mantle, yeah, um, yeah. I think that's probably. I guess you could say that's like. Well, I guess you can't really see in Force Awakens, but like, his peak, like kind of force. Yeah, it showed because like in the, when he unless first, you like go off like those animated shows and stuff, if you can see. Yeah, because like when you first see Luke, he's uh, walking up to Jabba's palace, and then uh, he tempts, he basically mind controls the guy to let him in and move along. Yeah, and then uh, he, him and Lando create. Uh, plan to rescue Han after the events of Empire Strikes Back and then it shows how he's a great fighter because in Empire Strikes Back he loses to Darth Vader and in this movie he beats him and he he gets Darth Vader to uh, basically switch switch back to the good side to Oh yeah, he wanted to save his son, right? From yeah. uh, Palpatine. Yeah, because Luke didn't kill him because he knows they're still good within Darth Vader, and then he showed that by by getting Vader to kill Palpatine. Yeah. While also sacrificing himself, Darth Vader to save Luke. And yeah, so Han and Leia, you see that reunite uh, reunion, and the infamous Carrie Fisher or. Carrie Fisher, Leia, um, Jabba, slave suit. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Where she's, like, super jacked. I'm like, holy. Yeah. Yeah, which is super popular. Yeah, Jabba's a great villain, too. Um, yeah, just, it was a great ending. It was just, like, a lot of memorable stuff. A lot of, um, even though I didn't like how they killed Boba Fett, it was just, like, so lame. That's why it's, like, that's why it's mine. We're both of our number fours. Number four and uh, fucking what's those little shitty guys I don't like? 
You don't like the Ewoks? Ewoks are fucking lame. I actually like them. They're better than the Porgs, that's for sure. Well, yeah, I guess they're relatively better than the Porgs. They actually fight. Yeah, <laughs> apparently they're like these crazy warriors, but they're like two feet tall. I don't know, I just think they're Yeah, they're lame. like children of the... of Chewbacca or whatever. No. Yeah. They look like them. Not really. They're furry. They look yeah, but just, they, and they not all like furry too. things are related. I think they, well from Solo they could like they could have like they could be like they could have made it and then had the freaking Ewoks man I don't know about that I don't think Ewoks are gonna grow to look, look like Chewbacca huh they're different species altogether are you sure yes <laughs> I feel like they could be like um, subspecies to them yeah yeah they could be the the, the mice rats yes <laughs> I don't think so yeah they could be like Planet of the Apes. Uh, no. Like the younger ones. I don't think so. Yeah. Well, I thought they were cool. Whatever. Yeah, I'm know. one like, of those guys who don't like Ewoks. If, if, if they're going to have creatures there, they got to have a purpose and do something. If yeah, they're just there just to be like... To look cute? Look cute and sell toys? And I'm like, no. Yeah. No, e- well, I, yeah. Ewoks killed stormtroopers, I guess. But then, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, at least they did something. Like, yeah. porks are just there just to sell merchandise. Yeah. I agree. And for the cute factor. But yeah. I, I didn't mind the Ewoks, but yeah, Return of Jedi. Definitely. Yeah, you see the 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 climax to the series, and at the time it was like the last Star Wars movie for thirty years, right? Yeah. So, um, I, that's why I think it's it's great. So yeah. So which, we both said our three, which was yours was Rogue One, Rogue One minus Force Awakens. So yeah, I already heard that. So number two, number two is the original for me, New Hope. A, a New Hope, yeah, okay, same, Star same Wars. Here. Yep. Obviously. Um, number two being, it's one of the best movies ever, uh, to me, I think. It, you see the introduction of Luke, Leia, Han, Chewie. Yeah, the start of the... Vader, Sidious, a.k.a. Palpatine. Yeah. R2-D2, C-3PO. The start of the Star Wars franchise, 1977. Yeah, fucking amazing. Like, we, uh, I haven't, I didn't see... Star Wars until I like go thirteen. Yeah. Um. I started with the prequels, so I thought the prequels at the time were awesome. Yeah. Um. That's why we I went back and watched four, five, and six, and you see like even though it's a really old movie in the seventies, like the it still holds up. The, it still still holds up. Yeah. And then you show the charisma of each character, especially Han, like he's so funny, and. Uh, his interaction and um, relationship with each character is just fucking great. Yeah, and you and you get the kind of just the journey of Luke Skywalker, right? The yeah, start. that he's just the guy wanting to do more outside of uh, tattooing, right? Yeah. Um, and then yeah, oh yeah, Obi Wan's in the movie. Um, he has the he's the only one who has a lightsaber, and he passes it along to. To Luke, yeah, uh, he pa- he says it's his father's lightsaber, right? Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, who the fuck's uh, Luke's father?" And he tells them stories of how great um, his dad was, and then uh, obviously in Empire Strikes Back, they tell you who the dad is, which we'll yeah. talk about later, obviously. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just yeah, like, I think it's, yeah, it's just a good, great introduction. And it, like, if you really think about it, Leia's really like 
again, one of the smartest and, like, fierce and strong characters in Star Wars, because she, she, she got rescued, but not really, because she found ways to escape on their own. She helped, um, Han and Luke escape the, the, the garbage, whatever pit that's called, and then, yeah, so... I guess the only, the only weird thing is like kind of the incest could like yeah I don't uh, think feel that there was I guess because obviously they didn't know they were their siblings yeah I think kind the, of some flirty flirty flirtatious moments George Lucas didn't know whether to make them siblings or not yeah so they created this love story yeah and then even though like. Maybe I think it's kind of odd. Maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. Because you see aspects that he set it up that um, Darth Vader knows who she is. Yeah. But I guess like that also creates like a tension between Luke and Leia that they're they have a connection, but they didn't know what. So I think that kind of makes sense why they were a little attracted to each other too. But then, obviously, they establish that, hey, they're siblings. Yeah, like, once you know them, you're kind of just, like, you, you look a little you look forward, you're like, ooh, it's kind of weird. But yeah. Well, they don't know, right? And they didn't even, like, it's not like they made out. <laughs> yeah. They had just a little, like, peck or whatever. Yeah. So. Yeah, again, great right. movie. But, yeah, that's why I have New Hope um, ahead of Force Awakens, just because, yeah, Force Awakens is pretty, kind of pretty much, like, a rehash of New Hope, so... Obviously, they were great. they were inspired by new making it similar to New Hope. So, since it was that great of a movie, that that's why I still have. Yeah, you gotta give it to the the predecessor, the original. Yeah, you gotta show uh, homage to that. So that's why that's ahead of Force Awakens for me yeah. at number two. Like for me, nothing could beat the original. Three. I mean, other than Rogue One, because like I said, with Return of the Jedi, just like, even though I like, I love a lot of things, like a lot of things, I, there's a few things I didn't like about um, Return of the Jedi that put it down below Rogue One, because I think Rogue One, I'd have had no problem with anything in that movie, so, yeah, number two is my new hope. Okay, so our number one number one is obviously movie for number one Star Wars movie of all time between the Ginto Bros is Empire Strikes Back. Episode yeah, five, the most obvious number one you'll ever see in a Star Wars. Yeah, list. I think most most people have it at number one. Yeah, just like everything's fucking great in that movie. All the battles, all the lightsaber duels, all the decisions made sense. With the characters, um, Leia and Han's relationship really established. Yeah, they got the moment where she's like, uh, he t- she tells him uh, she loves him, and then he's like, yeah, I know, or he just says I know, yeah. which is a very Han Solo thing because like he never showed, like, he he showed that he was like a player, and then like he likes girls obviously. Yeah, but then it showed that this relationship is different. And he he feels a type of way about her, but then he still thinks like, oh yeah, I know I know you like me, I know you love me. So. Yeah, he kind of says the same thing in Force Awakens too, right? Yeah, like there wasn't really like uh, they didn't don't really have much like lovey dovey kind of yeah, relationship. Yeah, but then he shows it a little bit. Yeah, which is totally like 
his in his character to do yeah. because he's that kind of guy he's kind of an asshole but he's a likable asshole yeah yeah and then uh the battle in like the snow was really good on hoth yeah yeah so that when they took down the the AT-ATs with the luke skywalker going around his legs which is super famous yeah. scene um they paid homage to it in civil war where spider-man takes down that man that was sick uh when um uh they go to uh see when luke goes to see yoda and then you don't know if yoda's really this small green guy that's this legendary jedi but then it shows like he's like one of the smartest guys characters and strongest yeah. jedi because he helps lift like heavy shit and he's a small little mid, like not midget but he's a small creature that can do uh huge things and yeah just like so much like the, like the scenes we've uh talked about already yeah and then that's when uh like obi-wan obi-wan gets force ghost oh is he killed in thing he's he's he died in new hope he died in new hope but then he's force ghost there and then yeah and then you kind of, kind of helps, and then you kind of see the interaction between is it uh, between uh, Luke Skywalker and yeah, uh, Darth Vader. Yeah, cause like, um, a lot of Yoda's tra- training is all mental, and Luke's really thought of now as just like this really wise, strong Jedi, not just like physical skills, which a lot of Jedi lack. Um, he's quite opposite of what Darth Vader or Anakin was because Darth Vader was just this great combat and uh, pilot and whatever. Yeah, he didn't. But really... Luke is also that, but then he also is a strong minded um, uh, uh, Jedi. Yeah, compared to Anakin. Which kind of, yeah. like, like, again, we talked about in Last Jedi, it's a kind of ruined because he quits on the, on the Jedi ways in last jedi but then obviously empire strikes back um they show that he's his growth in his wisdom within the force is really strong and yeah he goes and fights darth vader and he loses he gets his arm chopped off yeah and that's what lets the stuff in episode um five yeah or episode six and then the big reveal the bit, the biggest reveal of all time that Darth Vader is Luke's dad within uh, the fight scene yeah. which I mean when we watched it we knew that was coming because it was so popular and it came out like 20 something years before we even saw it yeah but then if you put yourself in that situation it's like that would be shocking because it led to it there was no um like uh like hints that Darth Vader would be, yeah, his father. Even though Darth, like uh, what they said in Pitch Perfect, Darth Vader means dark father. Yeah, in uh, German, right? In German, yeah, it's kind of funny if you um, really break it down like that. Yeah, yeah. I guess you'd have never really seen. Well, I don't know because I wasn't born in the eighties, but I guess you never. Or yeah, seven, was it really eighties? But yeah, I guess you never really see that in cinema. Yeah. Like that type of a swerve, 
Yeah, it's it's just one of those like where like the protagonist is related to the main protagonist is related to the main antagonist. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess like if you read Shakespeare and shit, where um, was it Hamlet? Where uh, Lion King was based off of? Yes. Yeah. So obviously the uncle ends up being the bad guy. So I guess they're related. But you, they already knew that they were related. Yeah, true. Yeah, I guess so. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but that was just like a betrayal. But this one is just like, he didn't even know who his parents were to be going or his actual parents were. Yeah. And then it just kind of just went on and he's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> also, like, characters like Lando and um, Boba Fett are established in this movie. And uh, Han getting frozen in carbonite, setting up to last Return of the Jedi. Yeah, just a lot of memorable stuff about why you love Star Wars is all in this movie. All the best things. Yeah. So and like just like how the fight between Luke and Darth Vader was just so dark, and then it really showed off like lightsabers. Just how just like. The presence really sh- matters in Star Wars with when it comes to fights. That's what they really copied that with Force Awakens, where um, in the snow battle between Kylo Ren and Rey is like they took that aspect of Empire Strikes Back, where it's really dark and emphasize on the lightsabers. Yeah, and it it's like it gave a good ambiance to um, a lightsaber battle that. Just you can't replicate. So, yeah, there's our uh, there's our top top ten, 10 list. Star Wars movies. Let's go down from your list, and I'll go mine. Let's start from your ten. Uh, ten's Attack of the Clones. Nine is Last Jedi. Eight is Phantom Menace. Yeah. Yeah. Seven is Revenge of the Sith. Six is uh, Solo. Yeah. Five is Rogue One. Four is Return of the Jedi. Three is Force Awakens. Two is New Hope. And number one is Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, so my list, ten, Attack of the Clones. Nine, Phantom Menace. Eight, Last Jedi. Seven, Solo. Six, Revenge of the Sith. Five, Force Awakens. Four, Return of the Jedi. Three, Rogue One. Two new hopes slash Star Wars, and number one Empire Strikes Back. Pretty much the only things we have swapped is Force, Force Awakens, Awakens and Rogue, Rogue One, one. Yeah. and then Revenge of <laughs> Sith and Solo. Yeah, are swapped, but then everything else is kind of is in the same order. Yeah, you'll probably see the same list in a lot of um, people's lists, and um, but then if you see if you see these numbers in a totally different order, the other people are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have if you you don't have Empire Strikes Back or New Hope in your one and two, then that list is trash. And yeah, I think most they don't know what the most people. Yeah, I think most people if they watch alt or they're hardcore fans, they'll have the original trilogy in their. I would say top. They definitely should have in like their top five, top four. Yeah. And if you see that order. If you don't see any of those movies in the top five, or like like we said earlier, like 
You must really like the prequels. You must really like the prequels, or you're just wrong. <laughs> so, or you have the unthinkable Last Jedi as your number one, Which or in your top three. So stupid. Yeah. Like you, that's how that's how divided. That's like how divided that. Star Wars is right now. Yeah. It, people have Last Jedi, and they have it high up there, really high. And yeah. I'm like, you're. I don't know if you really like all the new shit, just because it's new. But then it doesn't make sense. Yeah, it doesn't fit the Star Wars lore. Yeah, you, we've gone through years of showing that this is impossible, and then all of a sudden it's possible. Like, not even a year. It's literally right after Force Awakens yeah. that happens. So, yeah. yeah. So yeah, let's get to our... Uh... So we'll do a spoiler alert if you haven't seen Solo, and according to the box office, not a lot of people did see Solo. <laughs> so yeah. this is a big spoiler, so you can skip this ending you want but really don't because i know you guys like listening to us talk but yeah so solo i think it was a great movie even though it's not my number seven uh the cutoff between great movies is eight to ten so last jedi i've had seven minutes attack of the clones yeah, i have it at six so yeah <laughs> i think solo's awesome like yeah the opening scene we just watched it recently yeah like yeah it shows that solo is just this smuggler that he grew up in a tough area and then um he relies on um using his skills to get what he wants yeah pretty much stealing uh getting parts items and selling them yeah. off for money which is like what most people who don't have a lavish lifestyle do yeah you gotta like make it by like make it by exactly it shows him and his relationship with um what's her kira name? kira yeah kira it's spelled Q. Q I R A. Is it really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I was I, I for some reason I just assumed it was like it started with a K. It's just it's just you Star Wars names yeah, make no sense. True. But yeah, it's uh it shows that, that relationship. Um it shows the how they were split apart for like four or five years and then they meet up eventually. Yeah. But yeah, Han Solo goes into the the what do you call that? Um, not Force Order. What is? What's it called? The bad guys. We just fucking talked to them for an hour. <laughs> uh, anyways, he fucking joins the the. Let's say the the bad guys <laughs> fucking. <laughs> uh, ranks and then he gets sent to war, and that's where he meets. Um, Tobias. Tobias Beckett's yes crew yeah. Where they they were undercover uh, um, smugglers too, and then they, they joined forces, but then they really sh- they, they didn't want Han Solo to be part of them, so he eventually Han Solo eventually goes to this prison, and that's where he meets Chewie Chewbacca, yeah, and they establish their great relationship. Yeah. That's what I really loved about this movie. It's like it shows about the origins of like Chewbacca and Han Solo and how he got through. And then how awesome their chemistry is. Yeah. Even though it's not... Um, it's because you can understand his uh, language. His language, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that he was, a re- he was scared of Chewbacca, but then he knows that Chewbacca is just like this slave, basically. Yeah. And so he helps them escape. They join up with uh, Beckett. And then they go... They go on a heist to steal uh, 
what do you call those that stuff then you can go really fast i forgot it's like this fuel that can help like um run powerful machines basically yeah yeah so uh so yeah that i guess i we don't really have to go detail but yeah the planning go as planned and then they have to go to their the leader let's call them uh vision, <laughs> <Call him> vision. <laughs> paul bettany <laughs> well let's see his name is paul bettany yeah anyway he, paul bettany's the bad guy in this movie um he kira basically works for him they discover and so paul bettany gets since uh beckett and his crew worked for paul bettany um they have to go steal these fuels that they uh missed out on in their initial run to smuggle so they go to this planet uh to get these fuel they get the fuel they try to give it back to Paul Bettany but then yeah his name is Dryden Dryden Voss Dryden Voss yes. okay Dryden Voss I'm gonna call him Paul Bettany still <laughs> but yeah there's just all these like twists and turns um Beckett uh yeah Beckett's really ends up being the, a, a bad guy still and then Whatever. Anyway, I don't think we can. Yeah, we we don't have to go detail. Um, detail. Just the. Well, my thing with this, I I thought when I watched it, it kind of it was a slow build in the first act, and then it started picking up once they met um, Lando. Lando. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Once yeah, once they met Lando, played by Donald Glover. Oh uh, yeah, he did a really good job in that role. Once he got that, it started to pick up. Actually, started going well, and like I felt like everyone was more comfortable in their role. Yeah. Um, and with each other, so yeah, that was that was really good. That's... Yeah, like just uh, Donald Glover is just like the perfect Lando. He sounds like how um, Billy D. Williams sounded in um, the eighties and seventies, and he really played. He really did. It's not even an impersonation. He 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 copied the voice and the mannerisms, but then like right now you see. Donald Glover as Lando Calrissian, this uh, really, he's established as this pansexual, um, free flowing. Uh, he dresses like really lavishly and yeah. somewhat feminine, but also masculine as well. Yeah, he's kind of like this the hot shot, right? Yeah, he's a hot shot. He just like he lies his way through um, card games and. Yeah, it really shows like the relationship between Han and Lando. Yeah, and then how and it shows um how uh, Han, Solo, Han gets, Solo and Chewie got the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, that through a card game that's with the Lando and Han um uh trade well not trade but then Han wins it from Lando, and it shows how great Han Solo is as a captain and how Chewbacca is as a co-captain as a co-captain yeah co-pilot yeah so yeah that's what you wanted to see if you wanted to see Han Solo origin story you got uh what you needed to see or yeah uh the questions that how this guy ended up being the way he is now and you showed like 
he really loved Kira. Yeah. Like, he did everything. He basically did everything to go find her. Yeah, and win her back. Um, yeah. But, yeah, uh, they sh- he shows that he's a really loving guy. But then, at the end, it shows that also that this is open to a sequel because Han still really loves her. But then, by the time you get to episode four, he just, like, he's... Like, over He's both over and both that he really doesn't want to care for people. Yeah. So, but yeah, so this movie ends up being just a a setup to another Han Solo adventure as well. Yeah, you could, because, like, yeah, Kira, it shows, like, those four years a long time, and she's really changed, or she's really done, like, evil things. And then it reveals that... uh, uh, Darth Maul. Darth Maul is really Kira's uh, boss. Yeah. And Paul Bettany. <laughs> which was crazy. Dryden, Dryden Voss's real boss is Darth Maul, which is a shocker because before the movie happened, I was Ken and I were talking. We we're like, hey, do you think uh, there's going to be a lightsaber? And I'm like, I think there is. And Kendall, I don't know what you said. Probably you said no. A lot of people thought no. I, so, yeah, I didn't think there was going to be a lightsaber. Either. And then it fucking showed Darth Maul. That he's alive. Well, not a lot of people know he's alive. If you don't read the comics or watch the shows, yeah, all people remember is what happens in episode one, where he gets his leg chopped off and he falls in the little fucking yeah. Star Wars hole that everyone falls in. But yeah, he gets mechanical like he has his mechanical legs, and then he still has his lightsaber. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's really this new leader. But there wasn't a lightsaber battle. It wasn't a battle, but I said, "Will you see a lightsaber?" Yeah, and you saw one. He, I think they only showed the lightsaber igniting because it. They need to establish that that actually is Darth Maul, or, um, because like Darth Maul has his own species, right? So they can have people who look like him. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, that was a cool reveal. That was that was, a, that was, cool, that was great. Reveal. I was like, whoa. Yeah, but yeah, this movie's great. Um, I think it's great. Uh, according to the box office. It's like the lowest thus far in a Star Wars uh, movie. Yeah, I think it got like, what was it three day weekend? It was like 80, 88, 85, 80 to eighty eight million. Yeah, and then, and then four four day work or four day weekend it was like hundred and three million, which is really low considering what Rogue One got. Or no, yeah, Rogue One was like hundred something, hundred hundred sixty. Force Awakens was like two fifty and like million, and then Force Awakens is like two thirty. Yeah. So yeah. So after this movie, uh, people at Disney and Lucasfilm have decided that they need to take breaks between each movie now, or they either take a break or they change things up, because Last Jedi really. Um, Hurt people's thoughts about the Star Wars. Um, yeah, it was very polarizing. Because Last Jedi is very polarizing, and I think the results of Solo helped that move. Like it, it helped Solo in a bad way. So like it deterred from what Solo could have accomplished yeah. due to what Last Jedi did. Because like, if you didn't like Last Jedi. Why would you want to come back to see another Star Wars movie? Because not a lot of people know, uh, like, every aspect of the Star Wars films, right? So, yeah. like, 
if it said it's a Star Wars movie, they're just gonna watch a Star Wars movie. Yeah. I yeah. think uh, there's there's kind of there's a lot of factors that led to Hansel not making as much as it should. Yeah. Um, I think one. I don't think anyone was really clamoring for a solo origin film to begin with. Yeah. I, I think people would have preferred to have like an Obi Wan origin or like a Yoda origin. Yeah. Cause yeah, like you don't really know their uh their backstory. Right. Um so yeah, that was one. Two, I think the uh, behind the scenes drama. uh drama. Yeah. Kinda uh got um got people feeling uh some type of way about it yeah so lord and miller the the directors of um lego movie and 21 jump 21 jump street series yeah they're supposed to be the han solo um the solo uh, movie directors but then there was drama with uh the writer lawrence kazan which he wrote the original star wars movies the, according to news that Lauren Ka- like Kazan didn't like what Lord and Miller were doing with his script and so they decided to get rid of those guys and bring in Ron Howard which is also an established director but yeah yeah, and yeah I, don't, I don't think they liked the direction that Lord and Miller had with the solo movie I think they had it, Han Solo be more or had it, have it be more comedic yeah. The story, which it isn't really how Han Solo is. He's just like a normal guy. He's more like a sarcastic. Just like, yeah, just like sarcastic. A, like kind of like asshole. He's not a comedian. Like, yeah. He yeah. once has like a dry humor. Yeah, I agree. But not like like joke like a, a Joker kind of thing. Like really jokey. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there was that. I think there wasn't that much marketing or promotion, or it was like super late. Like yeah. I don't think they they um release a trailer till like days before the super bowl which is february which is like three months yeah just three months ahead of the star wars release and then another thing is uh competition like deadpool 2 just came out a week ago yeah and avengers That's, came out the, the the in the beginning of the month too yeah like w- within a month yeah like within four weeks so that obviously cut into what solo could have made Considering Deadpool's probably gonna make half of what it made, which was one twenty, and then there's still a lot of buzz on Infinity Wars, right? Because that's that was the biggest opening weekend ever, so it was still gonna. So I think last time I saw the numbers, it took between Deadpool and Infinity Wars, it took seventy five million combined of what and what Solo could have made. Solo could have took from that, like if if Solo had. At least half of that, I think people would have been like, "Oh, this is fine." One thirty, one thirty, one forty million opening weekend. That's what yeah was projected in the first place. So yeah, yeah, I think that, and then obviously yeah, the Star Wars fatigue are probably the main factors for why. Yeah, I don't even think it's fatigue. I just think people, the last Jedi really hurt what people thought about Star Wars. Like a lot of people, that's why it's divisive. You can't be divisive if. A small number of people didn't like the movie, right? It's it's you. It's close to half or more people didn't like Last Jedi, so you're not gonna go watch a movie from the same brand if the if what you watched previously um, 
made you feel that way. Yeah. Yeah. But then again, we're hardcore Star Wars fans because we, we know all about this stuff. So, like, what I think is, like, the hardcore Star Wars fans watched it regardless. But then they're not going back to see it again. And the regular audience either didn't care or not a lot of them want to watch it. Yeah, it's, uh, I think word of mouth really does play a factor. Like, it really does help with getting your box office numbers yeah. up there or, like, being profitable. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, if people are, if people that watched it, uh, before you have or like weeks before and then you're just hearing great reviews about this over and over and over again through like social media like twitter and instagram and all that stuff then people are gonna be like wow this is um i i, I need to watch this i need to watch this too once it comes out or like people that really love they're gonna watch it multiple times yeah but then looks like this one is kind of got mixed reviews like it only got what seven 70% on Rotten Tomatoes like yeah. critics which is kind of average like it, it didn't meet the high standards that Star Wars the Star Wars franchise already has yeah, yeah. that people are just gonna watch it once they're either gonna like it or or hate it but then it doesn't um, it doesn't get them to to uh, watch it a second time yeah. or like a repeat viewing and again it's just like you're watching a character that was established 30 years ago with Harrison Ford and seeing a new guy play the same character and if you don't like how he's portraying it you're gonna give it bad reviews because like it's hard to replicate Harrison Ford's charisma because like he's one of the top superstar actors of all time right and it's hard to to live up to that and Alden Ehrenreich, who plays Han Solo now, I mean, he really had that to live up to. Which I feel he did, because I actually really liked him in this movie. But then again, obviously not a lot of people thought so as well. Yeah, his, his acting, or his performance is kind of mixed. Yeah, even though people. I thought he was... He, he yeah, really he was fine. Like, he he exuberated, like, Han Solo's personality. Yeah. yeah. In the, Yeah, in the movie, so... Right. I was fine with it. Yeah, any more thoughts on Solo or the subject? Are you looking forward to the next um, Star Wars movies? Because right now it's just... It's episode 9, right? Episode is 9 is coming up and that's it. They, yeah. They have... They announced uh, the Ryan Johnson trilogy, which I feel like that's not happening anymore. Oh, I don't want to see that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to see that either. I, and even though we are going to see it, but then I'm like reluctantly wanting yeah, to see that. I'm, I, I can't really trust ryan johnson with my star wars movies right now yeah well i mean unless it's completely completely out of out of the star wars or no skywalker saga yeah yeah i'll give it a chance if it's like a knights of the old republic or something completely different yeah which is okay with because he can't fuck up that lore yeah not a lot of people know it exactly (laughs) and then he he put his style and twist to those movies but then like I think yes, the Sky Skywalker saga is just like you gotta, you gotta like go play it to a T. Like it has to make be, sense. Has to make sense and it has to all add up. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. So what do you give a uh, solo out of five Gintos? I give it a four. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give it four as well. 
Um, yeah, I I still like uh, Force Awakens and Rogue One better, but it was definitely better than uh, Last Jedi. Last Jedi. Yeah. It's just yeah, it was just uh, just it slowly built up and then it just got better afterwards. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was it was a good movie. I don't know why ever everyone's saying it was bad or they didn't like it. It's like. It, like it people who like I don't know people who hated it they're really like Star Wars nerds I think yeah like, I think yeah like they really delve into the Star Wars thing so like if you don't like I said earlier like if you don't like the direction that established Han Solo's character and his lore then you're obviously not gonna like this movie yeah yeah but yeah um got your well, you have no plugs. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, for my plugs, you can follow me on Instagram, Keeping Up With The Car. And if you're still on Snapchat, it's Carvey Trey. And then Facebook, Cargan. So, and if you want to, for whatever podcast app or, um, yeah, app you want to listen to, we're on iTunes. YouTube doesn't update my podcast anymore. I don't know why. I don't want, I don't know how to fix that. But anyway, YouTube, CastBox, Google Play, Spotify. I guess I'll plug Jericho. He's Team Developmental uh, and his vegan um, food page is Tofu King. Tofu and then K1NG. And then for your uh, podcast apps that not that I haven't mentioned, you can just plug the RSS feed. You'll get the updates. It's gintobros.podbean.com slash feed. And yeah, this is the Gintobros Podcast. Peace. Goodbye.